Today's podcast is brought to you in part by Audible.com. Listeners of the Smithically Speaking podcast are given a free 30-day trial, which includes a credit for a book that you can have read to you. Go to audibletrial.com slash smithical for your 30-day trial. Cancel at any time if it's not for you. Heidi and I discuss another great book in today's episode that's available at Audible that you might want to get for yourself. So get your free trial today. Again, that link is audibletrial.com slash smithical. Today's episode is also brought to you in part by the Huga Coffee Company. The Huga Coffee Company believes in enhancing the lives of everyone involved in the coffee process, from the small family farm in Guatemala or Costa Rica, all the way to the last sip in your morning mug. Their goal is to provide direct traded beans from farmers who provide fair working conditions and wages, who use no pesticides or harmful harvesting methods. This ensures that you know exactly what coffee farmer you are supporting and helping to make a positive impact on that specific coffee region. The Huga Coffee Company is offering the Smithically Speaking listeners 10% off their orders by entering the promo code SMITHICAL at checkout. Get your coffee Huga on and support a Huga-centered coffee trade. All orders already have free shipping in the U.S., so make sure you take advantage of this 10% off deal while the Health, Huga, and Happiness podcast series is live. Go to hugacoffeecompany.com. You can also go directly to the promo link at the show notes at smithical.com. Just look for episode eight. Today, we continue our series on health, Huga, and happiness with Heidi Nichols, a personal trainer and a lifelong student of how to live the good life. <laughs> Welcome like back, Heidi. Thank you. I'm so glad to be back, Liz. And we get to talk about our favorite subject. Oh, Huga. Huga. <laughs> it's, it's hard to say. Yeah. Huga. But it's easy to do, really. That is very true. Mm-hmm. So, Huga mm-hmm. is... I, I mentioned this in an, a previous podcast. I said, it's, it's the Danish phenomenon mm-hmm. sweeping the world. Yeah. Why? Well, first of all, let's define Hugo. What mm-hmm. is it? Um, well, you know, Hugo is a, a cultural phenomenon in Denmark. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what it is, is multi-layered, I think. It's yeah. not just... Um, hot chocolate and fires and friends, but it's, it's a cultural feeling that, um, people have taken pieces from and determined what part of Huga is meaningful for them. And then they've sort of just gone with it. So for some people it's home decor. Um, so you'll see different Huga sites around and some of of them are home decor. Some of them are food. Mm -hmm. Some of them are, um, almost more psychological. Mm -hmm. Um, some are, you know, getting together with friends. Um, but it's, it's a comfort coziness and a feeling of well being. I would say number one. So it's really, really, um, integrated into our conversation about health and wellness Yes, because it's a really awesome sort of self-care mm-hmm. um it's a, like a little slice of self-care yeah well, <laughs> like, i love it i think that's why our conversation is about health and yoga because mm-hmm. like i said when i introduced you before you can't do one without the other mm. and 
it be truly meaningful. You can't just take care of your body, but be completely scatterbrained or depressed or something, or you can't just take care of your, your happiness, but be completely unhealthy. I think they go hand in hand to work on both of them. They do because, um, you know, as far as leading a healthier lifestyle, um, it really is about this larger picture of self-care. It's yeah. it's a lifestyle issue. It's not a diet, right? And right. it's not a recipe prescription. Um, and this is just why you know diets don't work. And and the whole thing yeah. when we were talking about um, when we were talking about weight loss and all of that in the last episode, it's it's more about this whole lifestyle concept. And Huga fits in perfectly right. with the concept of taking care of yourself mm-hmm. and living your best life. Right. And that's why we like it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's why we love it. I found a definition online. I'm going to read it. Huga is a Danish word used when acknowledging a feeling or moment, whether alone or with friends, at home or out, ordinary or extraordinary as cozy, charming, or special. Mm, I love that because so many people think, oh, Huga can only be done in the winter when you can snuggle up under a blanket, which is definitely a lovely, it's, it's something that's lovely to think about. Yes, yeah. But you... You can be walking in a rainstorm trying to get <laughs> to the next building. Mm-hmm. And that can be Huga if you're acknowledging that this is, I am, I am walking in the rain. Thank goodness for rain. Yes. I am soaking wet and cold, but I am present in this moment. Well, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Present in this moment. Yeah. And that can be, that is why you can have Huga by yourself mm-hmm. or you can have Huga with others. Yeah. So, um, and then that ties into the whole social connect- connectedness. Yeah. So we can have Huga with others or we can have Huga by ourselves or with our families. But yeah. it's all about being in the moment and, and taking care of ourselves. Right. And that part is important right and then sharing maybe sharing that with others and sharing your best self I I even think that's part of it right Um, it sounds nebulous but it's not Mm -hmm. right (laughs) it's not I think I don't know how we're ever gonna explain it yeah and that's what everybody (laughs) says about it because it's so new to the American culture it wasn't a cultural part of our heritage as Americans it came out of Mm -hmm. you know the Danes, they, right? It's been a part of them and it's for not, so long. It's not about like working harder and getting more stuff, right? Or you know <laughs> that, which seems somehow really American to me. Um, right, but it is. It's, it's kind of under, the opposite. Right? And if you know, if you read the, if you read our favorite book, right, the Little Hugo book, yes, yes. <laughs> by Mike Viking, yes. Um, if you read that book, you know, you will find that. To achieve the best Huga, it should be inexpensive. It should be, um, so in other words, it's not like, you know, you need more money or more things to experience it. It is the concept of everything being enough. Right. So I think maybe that's why it's tied in to the well-being so well, because it's about having enough and being enough Mm -hmm. and being enough for yourself, for your family and your friends. How can that not be tied to your overall well-being? Absolutely. So it's, it's the concept of enough.
it's something that everybody can achieve or everybody can do. Mm-hmm. They don't even have to start it. It can just, it can just happen. Mm-hmm. And you don't need money to get it. No. You don't need to be happy to experience yoga. I no. think that's definitely an outcome of it. Well, and it's about equality. Right. Um, and Viking puts that into yes. that little book of Hugo. Right. That, you know, when you're experiencing Hugo, especially with other people, you're mm-hmm. feeling, um, you know, that everyone is not competing with each other. So it's definitely something that Americans, we don't have a word for it because we don't really know how to practice it yet. And that's why people are yeah. taking it under their wing right now. They really want to understand it more. Yeah, they're fascinated by it. And um, it, what you said is exactly true. It's, it's yeah. a practice. Right. You have to practice also making healthy habits. <laughs> you have to practice um, making yourself happy, right. basically. And part of it is, I would like to call it sort of a happiness practice. Yeah. It may be like a yoga practice or a meditation yes. practice. Yeah. It's sort of like a happiness practice. Right. And yeah. that's the way I think I'm viewing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do think about it every day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. It's and I something know you that you too. have to in order to... So we keep referring back to our favorite book. Yeah. The uh, Little Book of Fuga. Mm-hmm. Um, he does a great job describing it. Mm-hmm. And he also does a great job at defining their culture. Like some of the having a a huga chair in their favorite spot. We talked about having your, your spot in your room yeah. in the Blue Zone episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he also talks about their their culture around Christmas. Because they are a very cold yeah. you know, weather mm-hmm. society, mm-hmm. I guess. They have their winter sticks around a little bit longer than ours. Maybe just a little bit. Right. <laughs> and they also use the most candles of right. anyone in the world. Exactly. I saw that. The- there is a percentage in that book. I yeah. should find it right now. Maybe I'll just link to it in the show notes that they do. They go through more candles than, yeah. than then, the world, worldwide. And it's a lot of it is atmospheric. So right. it's like it's soft lighting right. and things like that. But those things kind of just make you connect to how you're feeling. Right. If you really think about it. Exactly. Um, instead Instead of having the artificial light, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, all of those things just sort of make you think about how you're feeling and connecting to yourself. And, you know, that's where, again, mm-hmm. where a feeling, a sense of well-being comes from. Mm-hmm. So um, he, he talks about specifically the candles and the fires yeah. and the blankets and the socks. Yes. I love the socks. Yes. Yes. You know, the cozy socks and things like right. that. And the sweaters. The sweaters. But then, you know, as the seasons change, it's biking and, and hiking and talking with friends he and does things do, like that. And I like that. And I want to touch on that really quickly. Mm-hmm. Huga in every season. It obviously looks and feels different. But you still have the same reaction. You still have the same atmospheric contentment yeah it might be sitting out you know it might be sitting outside Mm -hmm. and um you know having a cool drink right talking to a friend that you really connect with it might be sitting outside by yourself and reading a book yep um and having a a little space for yourself yeah and you know it's about valuing yourself too it's i think there's an element of that if when you're valuing yourself and you're valuing the moment you want to take care of yourself mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, and what does that look like mm-hmm. in your life right what does taking care of yourself look like yeah you know it's um, it can be the quiet moments connecting with friends and family mm-hmm. making sure that you're taking care of your body your right. mind your soul yeah and that's 
where, um, and probably why we just love Huga so much, <laughs> it's worth the exploration. Yes. It really is. It's worth the exploration. It's, it's worth taking the time to think about yourself and what you need. Yeah. I'm going to put you on the spot for a minute. Yeah. Do you remember the first time you and I connected over Huga? I mean, connected over the word. Well, the word, yeah, because I know that I've been doing it way mm-hmm. before I knew the word. I, exactly. You know? I blogged about it. Two years ago, I <laughs> you think. Did. And did you call it Hugin? I did. Oh, you knew about you knew I the knew word before it, I did. Yes. And then we made a connection over the actual word while we were experiencing I think, a I moment. Think it was was it my house? It was yeah, in the living room. <laughs> we were sitting there, oh. you know, because like we do. Yeah. You and I curl up on the couch. Our husbands are over there. Yes. With their sometimes whiskeys. we're on the floor. Right. Sometimes we're sitting on the floor <laughs> with our little plates of yeah food and mm-hmm. our and our glasses of bubbly. Yes. But that's when we decide, hey, d- do you know about this? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, and I think I may have just heard the word yeah. not too right. long before that. Mm-hmm. And I thought, that's what it is? Yes, exactly. You know, right. that's what it is. And I, you yeah. know, I felt like I'd been doing it. Right. And those things were imprinted in me. Right. You know, so... I think I've been practicing it unconsciously, and now I remember exactly right. where we were. Yep, exactly. When that happened. Either on your couch or on the floor, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, one or, one or the yeah, other. Yeah, exactly. And we wanted to explore it. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Remember. I do that to my kids. See? And I don't, again, I didn't realize what I was doing, but mm-hmm. when we started talking about this more, and I bought the book, and I always try to bring it up with my kids, my youngest. He loves it. He does. He says, mm-hmm. Mom... Can oh, we cute. get a blanket and watch a movie? <laughs> he calls it. We're being yeah. you guys. Well, it's it's nice to you know um, raise your kids so that they can raise your kids in in a in a Huga way. Yes. So that they can. There's actually a book about that. The Danish way of parenting or parenting the way the Danes do it. I can't remember what the actual title is, but. Well, it, in, it yes. incorporates all of Oh, I want to look at that book. Yeah. I'll I, link to it in the show Please notes. <laughs> li- link to it. You know what I like about that concept, too, is that if you do that with your family and mm-hmm. your kids, then they have a place to go. Yes. Internally. Yes. And so then you're giving right. them a gift that way. If yep. you give them a place to go internally where they can just, you know, de-stress and they can enjoy the moment right. that is a gift right. in itself so, so you have to give them where they yes. are so we have to give our kids some lessons in right. huga yeah definitely you know right. maybe we should write a book about that <laughs> that's a great <laughs> how idea. do how yeah how I'll do we start the outline tonight <laughs> start it tonight i want i want to read that book yeah parenting um, the huga way <laughs> yeah and the same thing with your relationships right. you can hugify yeah that'll, that'll be my new word hugify hugify <laughs> you can hugify your relationships right. your, your friendships, friendships your relationship with your partner yeah. your relationship with your family mm-hmm. you can hugify those relationships too and if you think about it um i think there'd be some great benefit in doing that yeah making relationships better how we can extend it to students like even i mean Mm. i think like the montessori and the waldorf methods of educating at a very young age do it very well because it's all about nature and it's all about the good stuff the stuff that is very creative Mm -hmm. and it just naturally brings this very calming effect 
but how could it would be great if we could figure out how to do this in our students' lives? It would. I know Especially. you hate your math homework, honey. But. Yeah, <laughs> but can we make this a little more hugged? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, the only thing it's it would be hard to implement, you know, in mm-hmm. the in the school in yeah. the school system. Because according to my son, there's not a lot of huga going on <laughs> no. during the school day. But um, certainly, you know, making making sure that the student has a place to do their work mm-hmm. and things yeah. like that. Bringing you know, them tea. Bringing them tea yeah. while they're doing their work and yeah. giving them that space that, that they can control mm-hmm. and where they can feel um, safe and peaceful. Yeah. Um, that's one way that we can help. I think contentment is a huge word especially recognizing that you are content in the moment, no matter what that moment is. And sometimes you have to force it. You have to just sit down with a blanket and a cup of tea to bring that on and to be content. Sometimes it's a crazy moment and you realize this is life. Yeah. Or this you have to, re- or you have to reframe it. Right. Um, reframing some, it. Reframing exactly. it. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's, and that might lead us to our next topic. Um, when it comes to happiness research, yes. because actually that's kind of one of the principles. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> you think know. this is this is you have been under or learning about this happiness project, the mm-hmm. science behind happiness for so long. So when Huga came into your life, you said, "Oh, this is exactly what I've been thinking about." So tell us a little bit yeah. about this. Yeah, it's well, that's just the practice. Huga yeah. was like the practice right. of of the research and and what I want to be talking about when like I said before um, as far as Huga is concerned and how it connects is that what we're doing is that we're taking pieces of that concept that are meaningful to us mm-hmm. and taking any meaning um, out of life um, that is important to you is what makes life meaningful for mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. and that will lead into our happiness research and what I want to talk about um, hopefully in the next episode when we yeah. talk next week is about um, some of the happiness research done by Mihai Csikszentmihalyi and its concept of flow, um, the Harvard study on adult development that um, actually was started in 1938 wow. and it's the longest ongoing study of happiness, health, and well-being mm. that, that we have. And um, I will be talking about that next week, too, and I know you're familiar with it. Yeah. Um, it's been going on um, continually. I think they're on their fourth director, and that's how I found it. Right. Um, Waldinger, Robert Waldinger is the current director, I believe. And that's how I found um, the research on that. And, um, and then there are a couple other ones that I found interesting too. But, you know, the research is the research, and that's great. But it's how you connect it and how you apply mm. it to your own life. Mm-hmm. And that's why I circled back yes. to the happiness research right. once I found Huga. Yeah. Because once I found Huga, I said, oh my gosh, all that stuff that I was reading about... I'm going to circle back and pick that up. Yeah. And then when I started reading it, mm-hmm. or I realized, oh my goodness, the practice of Huga ties in so beautifully right. to the happiness research. And that's why I started reading it again. Yeah. And so it's kind of fun to practice all of it and read about it yes. and then try to implement it. 
So are there going to be practical approaches that we can implement in our own lives next week that we go over? I think, yeah, there are. Oh, good. Yeah, I'm we're going to retrain that. our brains. I loved how you talked <laughs> Good. Yeah. I loved how you talked about the Blue Zone diet, but then you made it practical for us. So I'm so glad that there's research behind happiness, but also practical advice on how yes. we can get there. Well, there is. And um, in the meantime... Um, Go get your huga on. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Go get your huga on. Okay, next week, it's all about the happiness project. Thanks, Liz. Thanks, Heidi.